Hi, I'm Chris Mount from Lux Coastal Property Buyers. Today I have a special guest, Karen Beardsley from the gallery in New Mundi. We'll be talking about living her best life in Noosa and also about the journey on how she got to the Sunshine Coast and also how she discovered art. Welcome, Karen. Oh, thank you, Chris, for doing this podcast with me. Oh, well, thank you for joining, joining me. At the moment, we're sitting in your beautiful gallery on Hastings Street very light filled and filled with colour. And when I walked in the back door, rather than the front door for tradesman's a change, entrance. the tradesman's entrance, I just got goosebumps. And I was looking, and I say this to everyone when I start doing these podcasts, and I genuinely get them. But just looking at the art, I'm not creative at all. I'm a very more of a big corporate, strategic, loving business. I'm, I'm not creative singing, I'm not creative for the arts, but when I see really good quality art, it sort of almost brings tears to my eyes sometimes or if I hear someone who sings really well, like sometimes on the river down in Gympie when they have live music, it just sort of touches your heart. So I'd like to understand a little bit about your journey into the art sector. Oh yes, strangely enough, I'm not um, very artistic at all either. So um, I actually have a completely different background and came from a science background, but have always loved art. And um, my husband and I have always bought art, collected art. And when we made the move from London to um, Noosa some years ago, 14 years ago, we decided to start a whole new business and do something we would really love and get some, get, get off the, the rat wheel, I suppose, and the, of corporate life. Though I'm not sure if starting your own business really does do that. But um, we <laughs> looked, all dream yeah, that it will be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we, so we looked for something different. And we didn't actually have art in mind. That was very much our hobby. But um, yes, yeah, so we, it's a long and windy story. But we ended up with an art gallery 14 years ago. And has sort of moved and transformed. And we've had lots of adventures with it. And here we are. And so um, though neither of us do create ourselves, we sort of do by curating so just putting the shows together, seeking out the artists and um, just making our beautiful space that we're sitting in. So I feel it's brought out our creative process rather than us actually doing the painting. So your myself. creative process is, it's on the business side, attached to your love of art yes. and really appreciate I'm, I'm pulling it all together really yeah. and finding out who the clients are and what our, our, our clients want as well. So it's kind of a, it's a complete mixture of creation and business together, really. Yeah. I wish people could see the art gallery at the moment because it's just <laughs> so full of colour. It's very eclectic. So <laughs> tell me a bit about this painting on the wall. It's beautiful, bright reds and... Yes, this is, this is fabulous, actually. It's actually an enormous painting. So it's, I think we're 270 metres, 2.7 metres tall and point two meters wide so it's looking for a big home um, and the artist himself is local yeah. and he's 22 oh my goodness so um, he's he's our sort of rising star at the moment Mitchell Cheeseman um, what, so what's his name Mitchell Cheeseman oh, right. which is a fabulous name as yeah. well but um, we came across him about a year ago um, sort of through a mutual friend really not even sort of a you know sort of a, a mum yeah. A mum that we knew was like, you know, my friend's son is doing art, can you help him? And we fell in love with his work immediately, and he's a very special young man. So we've just had a solo exhibition in the last month, um, and he said to us, because of our space, can I paint something really big? And we went, oh yeah, go for it. 
and obviously we didn't quite imagine it was going to be so big but it's stunning and we've had lots of um, interest and lots of um, inquiries the, and they just need a big room they need a big room so that seems to be the stumbling book at the moment but we know it'll go and yeah. to be honest the rest of the show we sold out we literally from well we sold over 25 paintings sort of from the show in the stock room so he is doing really well definitely a rising star at 22 definitely. yeah definitely he, a rising he's definitely star. following his dream but the depth in that painting or was it yeah. it's just incredible that a 22 year old well he's a real storyteller as well so yeah. I, f I feel that that can't really comes out in his work so yeah. there's always there's always a, an interesting title there's always a story it's often linked to music and just he reads he you know he writes poetry yeah. he is a creative soul yeah and where does he live he lives in Kiwana. In Kiwana? Yes. That's not too far away no, at all. No, not at all. So he literally, he paints in his parents' garage. So, <laughs> so he um, painted that in his parents' garage in Kiwana? He did. Okay. Yeah, it's a real local story. It is a real, <laughs> a real local story. So I know um, on a podcast, it's not visual, but I will be linking the podcast to a blog. So I'll oh, put okay. this um, yes, picture no, of that good. in the blog so people can appreciate what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that would be brilliant. But I think... Um, so, so that's probably your passion is discovering artists and bringing them so. to people. And I think, I mean, some of our, we work with, I mean, James, for example, who's, you know, beautiful, traditional um, Australian landscape. He's in his late 70s and we've been working with him. Sorry, I, I should say that he's in his early 70s. So he, <laughs> he may, if he's listening to this, he'll probably be very annoyed that I said that. Um, but he... Um, you know, he's been painting all his life. He's a professional uh, artist and has done nothing else but paint. And so we've got both ends of the spectrum, really. So it's not always young and upcoming artists. It's yeah. established artists as well. It's very important for us to have an eclectic collection of art. Yeah. We, because of where we are situated now, our audience is so mixed that we try to give, you know, fantastic quality art to everyone. We like to think there's something for everyone. Yeah. So, um, touching on that, we are in Hastings Street in Noosa, which is a renowned street internationally. Um, where would you um, describe most, most of your clients coming from? Are they a combination of local, interstate, overseas? Well, we've been here 15 months now, so we've probably, and, it's, in, and if you think of it, it's a strange time that that's been in the middle of the pandemic. So, we've been affected by international borders and state borders so I, I suppose in a way you know if we'd been here 10 years I, I, I could tell, give you a sort of a wider idea but my our feeling is it's a mixture of every everyone and only this week we've had quite a lot of international people come and obviously that's the first time our borders are open so that's very exciting um, when our borders, including our state borders, were closed, we had a lot of people from Brisbane, from Gold Coast, from the north of Queensland, so people doing staycations. So it's definitely people who are coming to stay on, you know, for the Noosa experience, yeah. I would say, is the majority of our clients. But I think as we get more well-known, um, local clients will seek us out. They just, it's just in a different time. They don't come down during the holidays. Yeah. So we have to think about that when we have exhibitions. You know, if we want to local clients to come to an opening night, then we're not going to do it in the middle of the school holidays. Yeah. You know, so it's, yeah. it's just all that sort of work. I feel like we're still working out exactly where our clients are coming from, but a large amount of our art 
goes to Melbourne. Yeah. So that is still a big you know, seller for us. Yeah. So I wonder if that big, beautiful painting here will go to Melbourne. Wouldn't be surprised with the reds in it. You know some of those terrace yeah. houses um, that are being fully renovated had the really high ceilings yeah. and that sort of rich red I can imagine being. Yeah. Um, and we've had interested clients from Melbourne, Sydney and Gold Coast and yeah. local. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so yeah. you know, so it's, that's kind of, I mean, that's the wonder of his work, I think, is that his audience is so well spread. It's age, you know, men, women, it, yeah. He seems to attract a really wide spectrum of, of clients and art lovers. Yeah. I'm really happy on this podcast we can talk about an emerging artist who is living his lux oh, life no. at 22. Okay. Most people have to get to about 50 and say, what do I really love doing? I and I'm going to make it happen. I know. I and feel like maybe <laughs> he could be a bit daunted at this stage of 22. <laughs> it's suddenly all coming. But, you know, he's got his whole life ahead of him. So yeah. it's going to be very interesting to follow him and see where he goes. Yeah, to watch him. Um, also, you were probably one of the first people I met when I moved to Noosa area um, through a, a mutual friend, which was very awesome. But I want to tell your story a little bit because I know um, that you were, um, you've owned the gallery for, just say, 14 years. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of your market was coming from Singapore and Hong Kong. Um, you did shows and gallery openings there. But when COVID happened, the border shut down. You thought, oh, what do we do now? And I think this is an incredible story of pivoting, of resilience, because the space we're sitting in at the moment, you did as a pop-up gallery just to see how it would go. So tell me about that. I know. Well, I suppose, like, in a, oh, we've had many kind of faces, I suppose, through the business um, in 14 years. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you want me to start from the beginning, but we, we actually, as our name suggests, we actually started in New Monday. So we bought a, a, into a business that had been a, an art gallery for 25 years and we, at the Francis Riley Gallery. And we always feel that the owner of that gallery was the best saleswoman because we actually went to look at the building for maybe a different project that we were considering. And she just, we loved it so much. And she kept going and she was like, you should do this. You should do this. <laughs> you obviously like art. And we kind of went, oh, yeah, OK, let's give it a go, which is kind of crazy when you think about it now. Um, oh, but no, no, it's not crazy yeah. at all. You know, just like breathe out. You're just doing yeah. something you want. So loved. anyway, yeah. so we, we kind of, it was a really, really steep learning curve. Yeah. And we, so we inherited a gallery and we inherited like all the artists with it. So we had to learn what we liked or how we wanted it to work. We had a fantastic artist at the time who also had run a gallery. And so she was like a mentor that kind of held our hands through the way, Desley Rob, who's a local artist. And, um, She's, she's not working so much, but she does her sort of open studios and sells her work out of her, her studio. Um, so she was, a, she was a, a key, really, to the beginning. But we did, we, we, and as we took that gallery on, we entered the GFC, <laughs> the wonderful GFC. So art was kind of a, it was a hard work. It was a really hard slog. And we had a young family. Yeah. So along the way, we sort of moved. We ended up having to move out of that space. We went to the river for a year, and it was it was hard. It was really hard work. Um, when you mean you went to the river for well, a year, we had a we had a space. We moved from Umundi to a space um, on the on Noosa River on Gimpy oh, Terrace, yeah. so where Little Humid is yeah, in yeah. that space. Yeah. So we had one year there, and. Um, 
we had a client who is local who was retired here from Hong Kong and had just started up an art fair business in Hong Kong based out of a hotel and she basically approached us and said well you know would you be interested in going to Hong Kong to doing a show um, and we kind of it seemed quite a crazy interesting idea and the long and the short of it was we collaborated with a group of artists and said shall we do this as a cooperative yeah. you know we'll we'll go we'll pay for all our flights but you know we'll share the cost of hiring the room and we'll sort of do it for you and we did that and it was crazy and wild and <laughs> but amazingly successful so crazy and wild because it was a huge adventure well, for you I think or? it was a huge adventure just the logistics of getting artwork over to Hong Kong yeah you know just working that out the art fair that we went to it was their first time so it was just I can't even explain how crazy it was but we basically um, were doing an art show in a hotel yeah so but we all would we took our own rooms yep. you paid for your rooms and then you displayed all your art you turned your hotel room into a mini art gallery <laughs> and then the organizers where's the bed well the bed was there <laughs> I mean it is it was so crazy so it, the bed was there I hope it was a big hotel room because I know some of the ones in oh, Hong Kong are tiny oh, no that big but you could over the years anyway it was so successful and the organizers were great and you could have 10,000 people coming through yeah the exhibition mm. within a weekend so we saw more people than we would ever see yeah in Noosa at that at, at that time and sold a lot of art yeah. um and you could sleep in your room at the end of the day <laughs> surrounded by your art <laughs> The glass of champagne from when the last client left. You're like, yeah, we're having a rest now. So it was, it was, but so we ended up doing, I think we did. So that became our kind of go-to. Yeah. We started going twice a year, they did that. Yeah. So we'd do two times a year. Then we got into the affordable art fair. And so we would go to Hong Was that for Hong Kong and yeah. Singapore? Well, just then it was Hong Kong. So we, just, we were doing Hong Kong three times a year. And then we didn't have a space anymore. Yeah. We decided that it was better for us to be online yeah. and to just concentrate on the art fest. Because even though they were only four days, yeah. there was a long lead up to getting the art, organising it all. So we did online in between. Yeah. And then we, took in, then we started going to Singapore as well. Yeah. And so really, and it was, that was our business model, which was fantastic, mm. but it was a lot of juggling. And once you got all the infrastructure in ro- involved, mm. so we knew we had great freighting support, everything, you know, it, was, it became a very slick yeah. um, I'm, I'm sitting here with a big smile on my face. I think because Singapore age is very close to my heart because I yeah. spent so many years there in Singapore, um, 13 years all up. You know, and often in Hong Kong for work and right through Asia. But I would always go to the affordable art fair and, you know, it was just the thing we did. I know, so sociable. And, and it really wasn't that affordable. No. <laughs> no, I, think, I think the top end in Singapore and, and Hong Kong is, I think, you can't sell art that's more than 15,000. Okay, more than 15,000 yeah. a piece. Yeah. Okay. So, but that's, you know, that's, yeah. that's not an insignificant amount of money to no. spend on a pay painting yeah so I thought it was more than that but I must be mistaken yeah that's, that's fantastic yeah, love it yeah. yeah so that's um so the GFC got you to Hong Kong and yeah, Singapore so that, that did that and then really our plan I think was that once our last child left home um which was 219 two 
219, yes, finished, graduated in 219, so was heading off in T20. Um, we were just going to sort of really increase our overseas shows. So we oh, so, in 2020. Yes, oh, perfect. Time. So we had a fantastic. We were we got into the Affordable Art Fair in, in New York oh, for yeah. March yeah. 2020, which yeah. uh, obviously everyone knows that date. Yeah, it's the date the world stopped almost. Yeah. So um, we didn't get to New York. <laughs> is it still on the radar? It, it was still on the radar right up until the last minute. Yeah. Oh, is it on the radar now? Yeah. I think. Oh God, we'd love to. Yeah. But I think our kind of our whole focus has changed with taking on the permanent space. Yeah, yeah. So at some point it would be nice to be able to do both, but we haven't quite worked yeah. out the logistics. Of well, that. I'm glad you've taken on permanent space. It's yeah. such a pleasure to sit in this space. Yeah. So and we love it as well. It's kind of I feel like we've really appreciated being in this new in Noosa yeah. and surrounding area in the Sunshine Coast during a global pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I think from that point of view, we personally have felt very lucky. Yeah, um, and then to, and then to be able to pivot, as we say, our business into this space, which was an, an amazing opportunity we had by the owners to to be able to trial it as a yeah. pop up. Because um, I'll just sort of um, explain the landscape then. So yeah, that was do. sort of at the beginning of you know, be, beginning of COVID. A few of the shops became vacant in Hastings Street yeah. because. You know the world had stopped yeah. and everyone no one knew what it was going to look like but no. what ended up transpiring is if you're in noosa during the global pandemic you felt blessed it's probably one of the best places in the world to mm. be although you know the border the borders were shut i was only here for the second year yeah i was extremely blessed i think to get out of the lockdown in, in melbourne after a year yeah. you know and then yeah. the freedom that you had here was incredible but then you took on that space in the middle of all of that. You took the risk with the yeah. pop-up. And then still during the um, state lockdown, you decided to commit to a lease yeah. in the space. Well, we couldn't really see what else we were going to do. Yeah. I mean, so we were sort of like, and it was, and we were, it was working. Yeah. You know, our, to be honest, our international online sales have really slowed down. Yeah. And I do think that as much as people love online, I do think you need, still need to be a face. People yeah. do still want to see you. Yeah. And it's a case of even though we communicate electronically, weekly, with all of our database and, and you know, and, and our other clients and friends through WhatsApp and WeChat and all those, those platforms, I feel like people need to have that face-to-face -face contact, even if you're turning up for one art fair a year. Yeah. So that... You know, sadly, has dropped off quite a lot that kind of online sales. Yeah. Um, but also, you have to remember that people have been going through so many transitions. So, yeah. you know, you know, politically and and being sort of locked down and jobs wise. So, you know, maybe not in quite the right frame to be thinking about buying art or anything. But so online, though, I think it's a very different story yeah. when they come into the gallery. Yes, oh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. So, th I mean, and that's what we were finding. So. Our online was sort of starting to sort of you know peter off a bit, but opening up again and having people visit and yeah. and even probably that is even jump started our online a bit because yeah. people feel confident that you are in a permanent place yeah. you're actually a gallery yeah. with bricks and mortar around you. Yeah. So I yeah I think um, I think was it if it. I don't know, these things, do they feel a risk? I mean, every decision you make is a risk, isn't it? Yeah. But I think, though, 
what I'm discovering is the theme of bravery. When people are making these, you know, life-changing decisions mm. to move home, there's a lot of courage yeah. in doing that. And the theme that's come up in talking about when we're talking about home and lifestyle and community is people are unsure whether they're going to connect to a community. So that's a different discussion. But I think it's very brave in business as well to take these steps during a pandemic and then to grow your business and then bring so much joy to the people that are walking in the door that are here on holidays. Yeah. So. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. I think also, Stephen and I, we're a husband and wife team. We don't have any staff at the moment, which is, makes us a bit crazy. Yeah. But, you know, we don't, our, we're our own responsibility. Yeah. So in some ways that takes a lot of the pressure off. I, yeah. I feel for businesses and you know have a lot of staff to manage and have to have jumped through all the different hoops that have had to that have happened through covid you know changing legislation and rules and regulations so in a way it's just the two of us so yeah it makes it all sort of simpler the logistics i suppose yeah so if we're talking about the art scene on the sunshine coast um you have what we call a commercial gallery, which is mm. beautiful. Um, are there any go-tos that come to mind for you and sort of within Noosa or the Sunshine Coast? Yeah, I mean, it's, got, it's always got, had a reputation of being a sort of strong arts sort of environment. I mean, there's, you know, from arts and crafts, really, so the whole kind of selection. I mean, obviously, we have the Monday Markets, which is a lot of craft and homemade works. Um, the regional galleries are excellent on the Sunshine Coast. They've got the Caloundry um, Regional Gallery and the Noosa Regional Gallery. And they did used to be all one, but yeah. now because of the councils have split. But they're both uh, um, stunning galleries and yeah. have some great work. Um, Noosa Gallery, the regional director, Michael Brennan, is excellent. And so there's lots of exciting things happening there. And he's really invested in the sort of the local scene and the young and some got some really amazing young and upcoming artists so people um, should definitely put that on their I, list I if they're so. coming and, and like you can become a friend you can support it or just you know look online and see what they've, they've got and he has some great visiting um exhibitions as well so I, and i think it's just going to get better We've, we have um floating lands which i think is in november which again he is part of that, and it's a. I don't know if you managed to go out to it, but it's based in Boring Point, yep. and it's fantastic um, constructions and art and creativity, um, just set amongst the landscapes of Boring Point. We, and they actually managed to get it down um, through the boardwalk. Yeah. This, you know, we had wonderful jellyfish cross floating in the trees and huge these huge jellyfish oh, I mean, floating in the trees on the boardwalk stunning so, but yeah. they also lit up at night yeah so if you are <laughs> you go up the boardwalk you just what is that in the trees oh, incredible yeah but i do ocean swimming in the morning yeah so we, we go out from the surf life at the same club yeah. and then we go past no, the National Park. Yeah. Well, during that whole time, you know, you'd be swimming as your head came up, you'd see these massive jellyfish in the tree. And then they had yeah. the little um, letter boxes. Yeah, yeah. That whole thing that you could look through and look at the horizon. So there was yeah. lots of interactive yeah. art going on. And I think that's quite special. Not, I'm not sure, you know, just to have that within our beautiful landscape. Because one thing, living in Noosa and surrounding areas, there's not many places more beautiful in the world. Yeah. And to be able to sort of involve art in that. Um, that's fantastic and we have lots of artists so we have um, 
sort of living on the coast and the studios on the coast. So we have um, there's the Sunshine Coast Art Trail, we have the Noosa Art Trail, so where you can visit artists in their studios, which is fantastic yeah. as well. And they so, have that once a year, don't they? Yeah, yeah. they do yeah. once a year. So yeah. I think there's, you know, there's always lots going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, and there's the Karoi Butter Factory, which again is a, a brilliant space, and they do a lot of young artists. They just have the 40 under 40 they have every year. Yes, which I saw is, that fascinating yep. and yep. great and in fact I think Mitch Mitch who we were talking about earlier he said that was just one of his first local sh- showings of his work in 220 yeah, I think it was two or maybe two yeah 220 um so yes plenty for everyone really yeah so that's that's great to hear so um thank you for sharing that with us because right. on the blog I'll put those little yeah. references yeah. to the different um, galleries that people can go to or experiences they're going to have up in Noosa. Um, normally I talk to people about, also about property, like, um, like what brought them to Noosa or Sunshine Coast, but I think we've already touched on that. But I know you live in Doonan, um, yeah. so why did you choose Doonan for your family? Oh, when we moved here from London, so London to Doonan is quite a massive move. <laughs> sort of, we had a terrace house in sort of North London, yeah. and we promised our children it's a bit of a bribery, really, because they were they were um, five, seven, and eleven. I think that's right, probably isn't, but around that age. And um, so we promised them a dog. Oh yeah. That was what was the day. dog's name? What was the dog's well, name? We, we ended up inheriting a dog with our house, so the dog was called Grummet. So that was kind of <laughs> a, a funny, a funny, another sort of funny story. So you bought a house with a dog. With a in dog. Tow. My husband says it was the most expensive dog that he ever bought. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so he came with the house because the owners were going off travelling and they didn't have anyone, and he he was an old dog and he'd yeah. lived there for years. So, um, so we. I think we were looking for space, you know, we'd, we'd been in a terrace house and we, when we first moved here we stayed at Sunshine Beach and we loved it, but we just had this kind of romantic thought of just having some, you know, acreage and space and neighbours not so near because we'd always live attached to neighbours, yeah. but it, had, it sort of had to be, Doonan was perfect because I had in my head, if I got bitten or anyone got bitten by a poisonous spider or a snake or some wild animal, I had to be able to run <laughs> screaming to a house next to, within reach. So that's the kind of, you can say, we, you know, we've just moved from London. So yeah. Kind of like, I'm like, I want some acreage, but I need to be able to go to a house in an emergency. Of course, none of those things have ever happened. So that's I'm, really I'm so glad and, to and, and then we've gone, oh, actually, we could have lived a bit further away, a bit more remotely. Um, it's beautiful yeah. and I think especially if you work within the tourist area to be able to drive out to Doonan it's very normal we, yeah. we have a we live on a street um, we have it's just quiet and beautiful and just very non-touristy so it sounds to me like you're hours out of Noosa two hours three hours but for people who aren't familiar with the area Oh, Doonan is only 10, 10 to 15 minutes, minutes drive no, from exactly. Hastings Street. Yeah. 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 So um, how far, how long does it take you to get to work in the morning? And Doonan's a big area. Oh, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Yeah. So you go from that. A bit, bit longer on the, when it's busy to yeah. get into Noosa. Yeah. So um, 
I, I live down on Noosa waters and if I want to visit people in Dune and it's a seven minute drive. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> but people do st- still think that you're living it out in the bush. You know, it's I know. Like, the, it's a bit hard to get an Uber. It is hard to get an Uber, I'd imagine. Yeah. I think it's, um, U- Ubers are a bit of a luxury here, I um, think, anyway. And we also don't have any public transport, which yeah. has pros and cons. Yeah, when you had the children, I'd imagine. They all passed their driving tests on the day that they were allowed <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah, you know, yeah. It focuses the mind yeah. um, from that point of view. And yeah. a lot of running around. But I... You know, there's lots of pros to that as well when you've got teenagers that they, if they, if they decide to leave home, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, look, I, I think um, it's very interesting because when you did come from London, you explained why you wanted the greenery, but you landed on in Sunshine Beach, which is you know, a beautiful yeah. village on the, the coast of Eastern yeah. Beaches. Um, people who are not so familiar with the area so you're joining the suburb of noosa heads just on the yeah. other side of the national park and i think when people think about living in noosa they're really thinking about noosa heads sunshine beach yeah, yeah. um and they don't realize that places like dunan no. are look, literally a 10 minute drive away um i always encourage people mm. when they come to visit is to go out to the hinterland there's beautiful places like you know that like the um Kin Kin, there's a little shopping Kin Kin called the Depot. Oh yes, I haven't been there. I've seen. Ah, oh, she has the most eclectic bunch of you know beautiful um, arts and crafts and you know presents. So if you need to buy a mm. present for someone that's personal, I go yeah. to the Depot, and it's not very far away. It's about twenty minutes, twenty five yeah. minutes from where I live, and across the road from her is called the Black Ant, which is this gorgeous cafe up there as well. Okay. And then on Sundays they have music, live oh, music. Well, there you go. This yeah. is where I've got my next. Yeah, there you go. So, um, well, I feel like it's the same with the Andean as well. Yeah. You know, that's again, that's got gorgeous, some gorgeous shops in the Andina. Yeah. And the Umundi. I mean, we're really. Umundi. We're really lucky, aren't we? Yeah. Umundi is yeah. lovely, beautiful. Yeah. So that's a, um, sort of a new sort of up and coming yeah. restaurant there. And, and the Imperial Pub is fantastic for yeah. live music. We yeah. often see bands yeah. out, out there, and now yeah. they've got the Hula, <laughs> the, the new hotel yeah just stunning yeah stunning well can i just say thank you for sharing um all your insights into art you know in noosa and also just sharing sort of a bit of glimpses of your life since you've moved up here in the last 14 years thank you you, really appreciate it so much